Right there, listener. Hopefully, I mean, something just flew past my window that wasn't a leaf. I don't know what that was. It's windy is what I'm getting at. And I've brought along a guest for this week's podcast, not Justin Panks, but I've brought across Simon Simmons, Britain's windiest man. Simon, are you there? <laughs> oh, I've done another one. <laughs> You know, I do any little poo poo. I was really hoping that's exactly what you do. More tea, Vicar. Mm. <laughs> I think I need to go and wipe me bum. A little bit of shit come out. <laughs> he didn't say shit. <laughs> oh, good, strong, hot opening, which is what you've got. Because <laughs> I had a curry last night. <laughs> oh, you haven't disappointed me. Not yet. In Not all these yet. years. Oh, that was funny. Well done. Unless yes, that. and. First rule of improv. Yes, and. That is Go. this week's podcast, listener. <laughs> Go with it. <coughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm like a UCB of East Anglia. I've got a question for you. Oh, I love questions because you know what follows a question? Answers. And you a love answers. In-depth answer. So I watched Conor McGregor's first ever UFC fight. The other Marcus Brewage? Marcus Bridge. He was one of the best fighters, but he got absolutely annihilated by the young buck. A Conor McGregor that seemed happy, mm-hmm. playful, mm-hmm. sporting, mm-hmm. nice. Hungry, into it, enjoying himself. But so two things. A, he went to shake the guy's hand before the fight and the guy ignored him, so he stuck his finger up. I liked that. Uh, you sure that wasn't Dennis Seaver? Did he do that to Marcus Brimage as well? Well, it's, they said it was his first fight and then he did that, so... Right, Marcus Brimage was the African-American. No, he, this right, guy... Right, you're talking about Dennis Seaver, who oh. is a Polish-German, very short kickboxer. Blonde yeah, yeah. Guy, looked, like a, looked like a mini Dolph Lundgren. Oh, it said it was... Yeah, he did, but it said no, it was no, his, his first, first fight. fight. That's annoying. And I think he fought in... I'm pretty sure he then fought in... Oh, hang on a minute. What order did it go in? I think it went Marcus Brimage. Then he worked his way up to... Didn't he fight Max Holloway quite early before he... I mean, I've got no idea. I don't care. Well, I have. And he, and he, and he won a points decision against Max Holloway with a torn ACL. McGregor actually beat him on the ground. Then he Who fought... Who had the ACL? Torn ACL? McGregor did. Then McGregor what? fought. Yeah, he fought. Um, he tore his he ACL and fought on. Brandao, Bandao in Dublin. Then he fought Poirier. Then he fought. Then I think he fought. Uh, so this guy, Mendes, then Siva, then Aldo. Something Why like did that. it say that he was? I'm sure it said it was his first fight. That's... Oh, yeah, maybe it was his first fight in the US. Views. A lot of people to get views. It they they clip MMA and stuff. It might have been his first fight in the US. No, his first fight in the US was Marcus Brimage. He fought Marcus Brimage in the US, his UFC debut. So anyway, some questions. Well, one question is, if you're going to come at the king, you better come correct. He looked so happy. Yeah. He really did. As he was walking into the the yeah. ring, he had a little smile on his face and was putting a funny little happy face. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, during the fight, this is something I didn't understand, the guy went to kick him and he caught his leg. Mm-hmm. 
and he kicked his standing leg once mm-hmm. and then threw his foot down. Mm. And I thought, oh. You'd have made more of that, wouldn't you? He either wasn't interested in his leg or there's a rule that means you can't do anything if you're holding someone's foot. No, you can. Of course you can. But so the what? thing is, if you want to keep it standing, these are traps. Like, there's a thing called pulling guard. Like a but so what would stop him punching the guy in the knee when he's holding his foot and just, like, snapping not, his leg? Well, if you're holding a guy's leg with one hand and punch him in the knee with your other hand, your yeah, face yeah. is open, right? You, 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 you are completely open to counter punches, Ash. This is, a, you, this is some novice shit, mate. Come on. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it looked like he could have easily just snapped the guy's leg. Yeah, but then if you do, and then you end up on top of him, then you're in the guy's guard. And that, so you're allowed to kick the guy's standing knee backwards and snap yeah, his leg can. the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, John Jones, fame, uh, John Jones facilitated those first. They called that the oblique kick. He did it against Rampage Jackson, and he did it against a couple of people. And a lot of people going, well, this is dirty because you're trying to hyperextend their knee. Yeah. But John Jones' reply was, well, he's trying to kick me in the fucking head. What, you know, you're allowed to hit below the belt in... MMA, obviously, with like uh, leg kicks, which now they've evolved and they're doing calf kicks, which are very hard to defend against. Yeah, because you can be quite disappointing as a fan, as a spectator. It's like that shin kicking they do you're in Cornwall. For... You're sorry? It's like that shin kicking they do in Cornwall, you know, where they put straw in their socks and then boot each other in the Yeah, shins. yeah, the shin kicking contest. Well, what they do is because there was, a, there was a spate of checked leg kicks that led to broken shins. Yeah. Like, there was Corey... There was Chris Weidman. Obviously, Weidman did it to Anderson Silva. Obviously. Ironically. Obviously. <clears throat> now they've developed that. So to check is where someone goes to kick you in the outside of your thigh and you just raise your knee and twist it out slightly. Yeah, give them a knee to kick. Just below the knees. The hard, the, just the top of your shin bone is a very hard bit of the bone. So you want to try and get the top of your shin against the centre of their shin and you're fucked. So now fighters are kicking the calf. You know, so they kick, kick, they're wrapping their foot around and kicking you in the calf, which is like a very painful. I've never received one. Very difficult to get out of the way, or very difficult to block or check. And like two of them, and they're fucked, and they get this thing called drop foot. And I've seen fights where the, you think the guy's um, ankle's broken. He's standing on his foot, and it's all flopping around under. And mm. it's called this thing, and it just lasts for about um, five minutes. It's got, they call it drop foot, where some main tendon or nerve is damaged. But like, as I was saying. You look, you're really amplified, amplified, you're really amped up for this big fight and you're really excited. And then in the first minute, one bloke lands two calf kicks and the other bloke's basically immobile. I mean, the fight carries on, but it just takes all the sort of, it's a bit like watching a football match that you're really looking forward to as a neutral and one team goes 3-0 up in 10 minutes. And you're like, well, that was a really exciting 10 minutes. I've now got 80 minutes of them sitting on a 3-0 lead. Do you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't get to grips with it. It just. I saw it. I find it very. I still find it incredibly difficult to watch stuff like that. I couldn't ever watch the guy. Um, like you say. So that tendon is just triggered, is it? It's not snapped. If you. No, saying. no. It's just. It's just numbed. And and no, there was one guy. It was in strike force. It might have been a Michael Chandler fight. This wrestler. Mm. And for about two rounds, as he was like walking. He was standing on his own foot, as in it was like folded up. It was fucking grim. You got like, there's no way his foot's not broken, but it wasn't. Why don't, it just, they, like, why don't they just go right? Hold on. Because like you can find, yeah. There's only. Well, look, I'll tell you what. But getting back to you saying you find it unpalatable and difficult to watch. When you find it easier to watch is when you, or what makes it is when you 
invest in the characters. And you hear yeah. them talking after a bad defeat. Like when you watch Francis Ngannou's uppercut knockout of Alistair Overeem, for example, it, you look at it and it's fucking horrendous. I mean, it, I've never seen anything like it. It's like his head, it's like a Pez dispenser. It's like, how is his neck not broken? It's like the back of his head almost hit in between his shoulder blades. He's, oh, Jesus. He's, honestly, mate. But then you see Alistair Overeem on the MMA hour on Monday, sort of like in good humour saying, yeah, fucking hell, I, was, I got caught. And yeah, how it makes a difference. It. Yeah, yeah, how they take it. You just watch it and think, oh, that guy's dead. Or, you know, when you watch these sort of victim videos in the street, you don't get to see the follow-up. But how sporting and gracious they are and how they know what they're getting into and it is just competition. Unless it's the guy that hates Conor McGregor and he says like, ah, is it all forgotten now? And it's like, no. Oh yeah, Habib the Magomedov. He said horrible things. Well, yeah, he said things about his dad. And the Magomedov is a Dagestani, is it Dagestan, I think? Um, uh, And in this Muslim, this particular branch of Muslim culture, the youngest son never leaves home and he was the youngest son. So he had this incredible bond with his dad. But he did leave home. Did he? Oh, uh, did, no, no, does no, he fight from home? Yeah, no, he never moved to America. He would go there for like prolonged periods. Oh, never time. leave home as in. No, you get inherit the house and you have to look after your parents, your youngest son, something like that. And he had this tremendous bond with his dad who got him into wrestling, had him famously wrestling bears in the backyard and at fucking family barbecues. I mean, if that was my old man, I'd tell him to fucking do one, I think. Mm. Hey, Dad, do you remember that time when all the uncles would come around and laugh as I got wrestled a fucking bear? In Norwich. Yeah, wipe well. your own ass. <laughs> The old Norwich bears. The old Norwich bears. <clears throat> Get one from the zoo. You know where to look. You can find a bear, mate. Yeah, that's true. It's Compton Street. So, I don't think people tune in for the MMA chat, but that was a no. They hate it. Talk. But I saw it, and I, I thought I'd ask you because I just thought it was a weird thing that. Um, well, listen, mate. It's all combat right sports, now. and it was Marvin Hagler famously said, "It is extremely difficult to get up." And go for a 10-mile run at five in the morning when you're sleeping in satin bedsheets. Is that true? Marvin Hagler said that, yeah. It's basically, you get, you get uh, very wealthy and you don't need the money, like $100 million from fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And then comes with its own pressures, right? And then, as you said, he, he had a sort of carefree lust for life you could see on his face as he it's like us in it and this gig tonight that we're doing in- yeah, yeah i mean i've seen it with acts i've seen it with acts on the way down that have had their big chance and had their show and now they're phoning in 20 minutes in a pub you know well i obviously have the famous example of the tv comic who i was gigging with on a thursday and he said what am i doing here i wasn't mocked the week last week yeah i was like yeah you don't have to fucking be here mate i am mate yeah, exactly. All right, you don't have to be here. That's weird, I, isn't it? What a weird thing. To... Yeah, How did yeah. you get on Mock the Week, mate? Well, you bypassed this bit, did you? Yeah, exactly. And uh, listen, that's your chance, right? That's that's a little bit like I could have been a contender. Well, like, well, that person is doing really well now, which is frustrating, but it just annoyed me at the time. A, it annoys me because, yeah, that's what you have to do. Well, I think there is a little bit of passive aggressive. I'm going to shit on this level where you clearly are. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was what that was. That was that was a thinly veiled barb, wasn't it? Come on, mate. Although maybe I'd do that. Maybe we do that, Sam, when we say that what he does is shit. His gigs. 
Uh, when we walk uh, out of the gigs that we've gone to do with him. No, 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 no. Because when, when I went with Sam, that everyone knows that. That is first rung of the ladder training yeah, wheels. Yeah, I'm only joking I with know, but I, just, I don't like criticism. No. So, um, no, but yeah, for someone saying that. I mean, I've had that. When I used to have my own show. I used to have my own show. It's like, yeah, I know you did. I used to watch it. <laughs> and now you're sort of like, you, you're just... You're he lives right. here now, old Bob Mills. No, I wasn't talking about him. He lived in Leon C. Does he? I'm going to bump into him at some point in the near future. Oh, shit, I might book him. Yeah. I've got some gigs coming up I need to book people Oh, for. God, I love him. <laughs> Did you used to watch him, Bebe, Medina? Oh, I, love, I was obsessed with it. Yes, I was I. Push on to and it was Valba. one of those things, it was so, it <clears> so <throat> sort of slipped under the radar. I was, at, I was at university at the time, and it came on, not late, late, but... And it was one of those things where you felt like you was the only person watching it, and that made it better. When uh, the guy's talking about fighting a shark, yeah, I was swimming across the ocean, and this shark come up. And there's only one way you deal with the shark, and he goes like, "Oh, what is that, Fred? Is it you? Uh, you know, have a harpoon gun, or you play dead, or because oh, let's see what Fred says." Starts the video, and goes, he goes, "You punch it right the fucking ear roll." He's like, got it. I remember the, <laughs> my favourite one was the piss bloke that was problematic, obviously, not funny really, on the tower block that walked in and slaps that woman. Oh my goodness. Starts God. dragging her across the lounge by her hair. And he's just standing there going, <clears throat> and he's growling. And then there's like a little sort of bloke trying to be a peacekeeper with a ponytail and he goes out in the balcony fucking twats him and all i remember him pointing at the ponytail on the screen yeah uh, i really like because it showed a football uh fat was it a football fan on the roof and he just falls through the asbestos roof into the stand he's like you're right <laughs> yeah it's mad right. wasn't it but it's so fucking great it was show. so funny it's a great show great show and I've been and it's been imitated quite a few times oh shit my headphones just both ears fell out there oh, we go no. I'm back so I gigged with him I was like oh, I just want to say I absolutely loved him bed with me dinner and he went yeah, in, bed he with, you on the in bed with me dinner I yeah. went yeah in bed with me dinner in, no 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 in bed with me dinner okay Bob cheers mate but uh, yeah, I, know, I mean, it's been Bob. done since. Obviously, Russell branded Ponderland. The exact but, same show. But a, a more surreal slant is pretty much what that Harry Hill burp was, wasn't it? He used to look at clips and go, isn't it funny how people start looking like they're irons? I never watched it. But... No. Uh, it was brilliant. It's well worth looking up on YouTube, I would say. That is called In Beverly Me Dinner. Yeah. And he used, yeah, we've spoken about it before. He had and I've with him. He's the one who said to. Uh, when I was on stage once and I'd written on the back of my hand, he leant over to my wife and said, uh, has he uh, written set list on his hand? And she said, yeah, I think so. And he went, tell him never to do that again. Yeah, tell him never to write any material. He won't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, that could be what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so it wasn't him I was talking about, but you do get access like, oh, I used to be on top of the mountain. Now I'm at base camp and I'm going to go through this with my fucking eyes shut. And do, and all they want to know is what time is the last train or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sad, isn't it? But that's it's... what happens, you know. That does happen. That can happen. But there's there's people out there that the listeners never heard of, who make a very strong living, because that's what they do. Yeah, and that's fine, I guess. But yeah, don't but they've got no, it. they it's can't like have any love for it or no, any no, passion no, but... for it. 
No, they they don't, and you can tell because they're doing. You know, they'll still do a bit about. Yeah, you know, an answer machine or something. Yeah, that's true. And you're like, uh, no one's had one of those for twenty years. Twenty-five years. My next door neighbour just knocked and asked me to go and sort out his Wi-Fi. I was like, um, why did he ask you that? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And he's like, oh, uh, it's just not working. I wonder if you could come and look at it. And I, I said, well, I, c- I can. I can come and have a look. And then so I said, but I've got to do something first. And then about 20 minutes later, he knocked again and just went, oh, I was just wondering, are you, are you busy? I was like, uh, no, I'll come now. I was like, all right, mate, Why, why has he asked you about Wi-Fi? Because he's had a new router. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is he asking you, Ash? I don't want to know the actual problem. No, I don't. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I went round It's a very different situation if it was a sexy lady. I plugged it in. I turned it on. It worked. Oh. But he's in he's his a... 80s. He's in his late 80s. Oh, I know. See, now I know. Now, listen, old people, here's the deal. Yes, you are respected. Thank you for your whatever you did in the old days. You've paid in a lot of tax. You know, you're a, you, you're, we don't want you to disappear. And you come from a bygone era where you did chat to your neighbours and you had that community spirit and you asked each other things and you felt you could and also you didn't begrudge doing things. But times have changed. Fuck off. Just leave us alone. It's yeah, our time I now. felt that a little bit when yeah, I was he's at like, home. I, I, I understand that, yeah. And he got to go in his house and did it stink of piss? No, no, but it was... It was sad in another way that, that it was so sparse. Yeah, he, that's, he has, that's he has an no old person's cupboard when you look at has got a back tin of bachelor's mushy peas and that's I've it. I've never been in there before. It's a flat. Mm. The next door is like a house split into two. Flats, they call them. But it was, there was, he had very little things. He had a TV, mm. a router, a virgin TV box and a chair, basically. And here's the other advice. This is the advice of the older, the older people how to... How to survive in today's... If you don't... You just get a little bit less chatty, you won't get ripped off so much. Yeah, that's like probably you, true. You could have gone in there and fleeced him. Just keep yourselves to yourselves. Sorry, that's going to be 45 quid, I'm afraid. You're all like, what's that? What, this, going through all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave oh, them with that's... the fucking silverware, do you know what I mean? Oh, I, that, that, that's just me sealed. Um, I can't think of anything that's important or valuable that's... Expen- that's uh, What's that's an expensive a... thing? Oh, that's fuck it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, a diamond <laughs> ring. I was going to say that's, um, that's 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 Vera's old diamond ring. I was going to say an album by the Beatles, signed or sealed, but mm. I don't even know. Would that be worth anything? There, there's like certain versions of like I know there's a version of Revolver, which has got an alternate track uh, version of Tomorrow Never Knows on it, which is worth like fifteen hundred quid. That's nothing, though, is it? No, nothing. That's the thing. It's like, if I had something that was worth 1,500 quid, that was like, I wouldn't sell it. No, I've got stuff worth money. Not that. I've got an amp, guitar amp worth more than that, and I haven't sold it. Yeah, it'd be it, pointless, wouldn't it? What's the point in selling it? Well, you miss it. You go, oh, I wish I hadn't sold that, because it'd be worth yeah. three times that now. Plus, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's a bit windy, isn't it? So windy. Yeah, and we're gigging tonight, or whenever we... What's this? What is this? A bonus? Well, it's, it's Friday, and let's st- we'll stick this out Monday, won't we? Okay, we'll do that. So, yeah, we did a gig Friday, didn't we? Yeah, tonight. So we we're gonna, the, tonight we're going to do a live video, aren't we? Not oh, yeah. live, but we're video. We're going to make a little video, yeah. We'll stick yeah. that up. 
Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. just again, a little peek behind the curtain for the listener, message comes through last night, oh, they're actually opening the doors an hour early. Can They're going to be so drunk by the time I go yeah. on. Yeah, they are. That's just, so I did that one last Friday that started at nine, and I was bemoaning the fact that... This is essentially bemoaning. starting at nine. If exactly, the, exactly. If you open the door at six. Yeah, you open the door at fucking six. It's going to be putting out fires. Well, last time I I did a gig for Jason, a similar thing happened. That I was told to get there to start for eight. I was opening that one. And um, he then, when I got there, everyone was like, oh, you're late, you're late. I was like, no, he told me to get it for eight. Like for for eight o'clock start. And then I went on stage and they'd all been told it started at seven. So they thought they'd all been waiting. I was like, well, that's not on me. Mm, That's not. And he'd be listening to this, old Jason. And he knew, he knows, because he said in his message, didn't he? He said, I was going to pull the gig rather than mm. tell you it was going to start early. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, if, if you know, if you would, if, you know, I don't, you, know, you don't, you don't have to hang around tonight. No. But if you weren't, definitely wasn't going to, you'd be, I'd be quite pleased about that. Yeah, yeah, be delighted. I'd be like, oh, I'll be in my car at eight on the way home. I'm going to be, mate. Yeah, don't blame me. <laughs> You said you weren't. You lied to me. I can't leave you up there, can I? All on my own. Even though it's a massive long drive home in the dark. Yeah, in the dark. You fuck all you, a fucking 11-year-old girl. What do you mean in the dark? I get scared of driving in the dark. Jesus Christ, man. I don't really. We need I... to give you a testosterone shot. That right up your What's that mean? You think women are more scared of the dark than men? No, I didn't say women. I said 11-year-old girl. What does a testosterone shot up my arsehole do then? Because it stops 11-year-old girls don't have higher levels of testosterone. I'm Ben Shapiro. Science doesn't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. Have you heard how quickly that bloke talks? Do you know who I'm talking about? Ben Shapiro? You said yeah. his name. Yeah, but do you know him? Uh, I've of seen it. a picture of him, I think. He yeah, looks like no. Jack Killer, doesn't he? he looks like... no, I tell you what he looks like. He looks like a mini-me, healthier version of Henry Rollins. But he's very... <laughs> he talks very, very quickly. And he is controversial, isn't he? Yeah, he's, well, he's not controversial. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, he's just not, yeah, I guess. He's just, he's unpopular because he's very right wing. But American conservatives is not, an American conservative, that's what's the same. I mean, we've got the same terminology, but American conservatives are like all about guns and yeah. not being allowed to have abortions. Yeah, they are really conservative. Yeah, they want to, cons- yeah, but our conservatives, I feel, are like more about, Fucking, and just money. Just <laughs> yeah, it is all. Do money. you know what I mean? It's, that's and affairs, isn't it? They're all yeah, well, I just affair. think. But Boris Johnson's had a lot of affairs. Yeah. Hmm. That's my. Hey, wonder, I just like people. I mean, I was with someone the other week who was who kept saying it's Teflon Boris, Teflon Boris. I keep that's not original. That stops. I've not heard that. That did sound original to me. You've never heard someone who's like gets away with everything. I've heard it be tested. Oh yeah, I've heard oh that, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Not about him though. Oh, no, that's what him. I'm saying. It's just reappropriation of a uh, thing. It's like your uh, your set is Teflon, isn't it? Uh, it just uh, no, eggs. Eggs slide off it. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, oh, am I allowed to mention eggs? Made you sick the other day, didn't it? When I said about eggs. No, that's fine. I had eggs today. I had my today. I had my first. Egg since then, since the egg had, gate, since egg gate, I had four, four scrambled eggs with like a nearly a half a pack of butter. In case you don't know, listener, we uh, recorded 
the Patreon special for January, the video, and Panks live uh, vomited, vommed, yeah. I believe the kids say, mm. because like he'd eaten too many vomit. bad, he'd eaten some bad eggs. I don't know what I'd eaten, but as soon very... as you said eggs, you felt sick. I did because I'd eaten them and they repeated, and I was still had that thing where I breathed in all that toxic dust. And then I told you my funny meth joke, but that wasn't there, was it? On it, fucking hell, my fucking Howard <laughs> Stern over it. Go on. Well, I'm not telling a street joke on it because last time I did, I got crucified. I did. I laughed. No, not by you, but a listener. Oh, did you? What they say? They said them jokes were shit. Remember you told the one about the boy at the circus? Oh yeah, fuck off! And I told the one about the magician, (laughs) which is a funny punchline because it's they're all funny. They're all funny. So anyway, bloke goes to a hardware store and he says, "Can I have a bottle of uh, methylated spirit?" And the bloke behind the hardware store, it's a small town, says, "Yeah, yeah, you told this one, didn't you?" Giving away Patreon content. Go on. I didn't tell it on the air. On the on the app, on the Patreon. Oh, did I? Thought I told yeah. you after. Nah, can't tell it now though. Tell it for the no, 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 no. You got to pay they... for that. You got to pay for that stuff. <laughs> the only reason I went into it again is I thought that was our little post. That might be decompression. Yeah. I don't think it's it as if I've listened back. I haven't listened back. I'm not. I'm not a Patreon now, would I? Last Monday. Never mind. We recorded an episode that was split into like four chunks because my signal was so bad. I didn't edit that. Like, I just put that together. Oh, I put okay. Little, I put a caveat oh, at the beginning God. and just said... Okay, anything could be on there. <laughs> I know. I just said, like, I don't know what's going on with this episode. I just had to clip it together. So it is what it uh, is. Anyway, I've got no feedback, obviously, because we don't ever get any feedback. I don't, no, that's cool. I don't want feedback. I want money. So anyway, Norwich. There's some big things happening in Norwich. Big events. Been through. No, yesterday was Norwich's 9-11. Oh, no. There was a burst water main on Marriott's Way and the Sweetbriar Road was closed for an hour. Oh, my God. I know. How is everyone? Bearing up. But half of the summer, a big portion of the city lost water. Uh, I didn't. My water main, I maintained water somehow. Luckily, just on the sort of mains we're on, I guess. But it's been a lot of, lot of, lot of hardship and a lot of anguish and pain. Go and on. as a result, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go to war. Are you going to war with Suffolk? We are going. No, we are going. We are thinking. We are petitioning to go to war. I'm trying to think of an equivalent of oil, but water. Where's a country that's got loads of water? Venice. We're going to invade Venice because we need more water. You, but you surely you won't have to wait long, and Norwich will be almost underwater, will it? Well, this is the thing. Global warming can't come soon enough. Just to get that little bit of extra water around. And then today, two fence panels in my back garden have blown down. The wind. Not true. Tell you what is tr- the actual truth. One post snapped, so two po- the two panels connected to that, that adjacent to that post. Oh, and you love digging out fence posts. Well, they were flapping around, and I thought the whole fucking thing's going to go, so I ran out of the impact driver and unscrewed the fence panels, and I've laid them down. For safekeeping. Your neighbour being like, what's he doing? I know, but I don't know if it's my fence or their fence. I haven't looked what's into What's he doing it. to my fence? I'm saving your ass. I told you about my every, every Every time it's windy, I uh, I like to go just take down all the fence panels. No, I, no, the post snapped. They were going to pull more down. And and I think it might be her fence because it was screwed to her back gate and it's going to pull all the gate down as well. So I've, I've more saved the down. Gate. Yeah, if yeah, I take it down by taking it down, laying it on the floor. Did you like your garden or theirs? Mine. 
But then that's trying to nick my fence. Yeah. So did I tell you about my sore neighbour? No. I met her out the front. I was like, oh hello. She went, oh my name's Justine. <gasps> and I went, oh, I'm Justin. And she went, oh that's too funny. How funny, so funny. And I went, not that funny. Well, I did, but that's what I thought. And I went, yeah, yeah, I'm going in, not talking to you anymore. Is she young? Yeah. I mean... No, 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 no. She's about that's my age. I mean, it was. She found it way too funny. That's too funny. She said, how funny, too funny. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Well, it's like someone, it's really weird. When I, uh, when we were waiting for the baby to be born, mm. someone I vaguely know, like a real vague person I bumped into, and he said, you had the baby yet? And I went, no, no, not yet. I'm still waiting. He went, oh, my niece uh, just gave birth this morning at 11. What are the chances of that? Like with you, with your girlfriend being pregnant. Mm. And I went, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, these people are sort of like. Uh, what are the chances of my niece? Yeah, that's not even in, in any way coincidental or anything. Giving birth when you haven't given birth, but your this wife is, is pregnant. And this is a, this is like that thing where people. What's say, going on in their What's their life? These people. That's just people misusing terms, isn't it? It's like we've said before, I've noticed it happening more and more as people say obviously for things that aren't at all obvious. I do that. But why? And there's just like a little filler. Like, well, I went to see my granddad and obviously his middle name was Ernest. It's like, that's not fucking obvious. I want to know your granddad's <laughs> middle name. What's your granddad's middle name? Have you guess. got any grandparents left? No. Guess what one of my granddad's middle names was? Eugene. No, Ernest. <laughs> ah, there you go. I can't, I'm not that creative. I have to, I just sort of pluck things and, yeah. But anyway, yeah, James Ernest Underwood. I don't like, get the feeling that my dad's dad would have had a middle name. Yeah, that's, that's, that's entirely, but I'm saying people say obviously in case. Obviously, of, I don't think my granddad had a middle name. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously. Although well, my dad's got a middle name, so perhaps he would have. Well, um, obviously. Obviously, my dad's got a middle name. I mean, obviously, my dad has. That's that's how people would have said it. I mean, I can't imagine my granddad. And, I mean, obviously, my dad had, but they just mean incidentally, or I don't know what they mean, but they don't mean obviously. No. But I'm sick and tired of having to pick up the Utes on their fucking incorrect speech. Literally pick them up on their Literally speech. pick them up. Obviously. Uh, obviously, it's doing my name. Right, do you want? Yes, please. Excellent. Here we go. So this one is from Tofu. Tofu. The process of getting food from the ground, rearing animals, etc., on a plot of land. Hmm. Well, hmm. agriculture. Yeah. Farming. Yeah. I would almost say, with, I'd say super snob for animals is husbandry. Yes, definitely. Mm. Um, I knew someone, a kid, like uh, going to college oh, or uni. Oh, my God. Something problematic has just dawned on me. What? you Fence? Is it silly fence? No, no, no. No, no, no. Patriarchy, Ash. Is husband come from husbandry? Like to, no. to, to own an animal? No. Oh, they're not connected. <laughs> husband and husbandry is a coincidence. Husbandry means to sort of like control a pig, doesn't it? 
Yeah. My husband. Yeah. Smash the patriarchy. I mean, I'm all I'm getting woker. Um. Have you ever thought of that? Well, it depends on what it means. Well, husbandry means to sort of like be the master of another being, right? Yeah, but I don't know whether that's anything to do with husband. No, like I said, husbandry, husband, totally different words. Just totally nothing to do with each other, right? Is that what you're saying? That's what I guess, but I don't know. Why would you guess that? When in the old days, you probably did see it like that. <laughs> He's the man that like you know, leads me around and tells me to go up there and do that. Get upstairs. Do, do that. Hoover. Literally. They didn't have Hoovers back then. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, literally, Hoover. Like, I would... I would. Do you know they used to have Hoovers that were like big things that would come around the street? Yeah, poking through your window. Yeah, poking through the window, like a proboscis. But um, proboscis? What's what's that thing on a fucking gnat's face called? A proboscis? Yeah, proboscis, yeah. Yeah, like a proboscis. But if you think about it, you could just get... Do you know how they invented the Hoover? Do I know how? Yeah, I do. Go on, then. (laughs) A bloke... A bloke put a hanky over some like his couch and just sucked through it with his mouth and then showed everyone that he, all the dust was on the hanky. And so what? They, so he said, all we need to do is work out how the other. He was need to work out how to make a big sucker <laughs> and then put a fucking hanky on the end of a pipe. Um, husband, Panks, just means uh, the head or in control, basically. There you go. I don't like that word. No, anymore. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think I'm a husband. No, de- oh, definitely not. That's non-gendered. That should be non-gendered. You know, like they say the expression, who wears the trousers? Well, that I don't think husband is gendered. It's more about position or role, right? Oh, I don't like husband. Yeah, because in this relationship, my wife is the husband. Exactly. Husband, you're the little piglet, and you're crawling around with an apple yeah. in your mouth in the dirt <laughs> and shit. My 12 nipples. <laughs> your 12 little saggy tattles. Husbandry. I don't want to be a husband anyway. I, I just I don't want to be a boyfriend either. No, I get that. You're a boyfriend, aren't you? Yeah, I don't like it. It sounds juvenile, but I guess I don't think you could be a boyfriend. I'm actually, I'm actually, I've got a fiance. Are you a fiance? I guess I would be her fiance. Yeah, but, but when I don't did you like propose? Uh, ages ago. How long ago? Yeah. That's too too long ago, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too long ago. It's too long ago to make it work. I don't think it's gonna work. Um, but you can't be a fiance. You wouldn't say fiance, would no, you? No, that's what I'm saying to you. I wouldn't say fiance. I do say girlfriend, but I don't want to be a boyfriend. I'm yeah, 42. Yeah, we keep going over this. But I don't think I haven't got this hang up about. Juvenility. No, not like I have, you're saying. No, not at all. I don't. Why I think, have I then? Why have I you? hate the expression grow up. You know, if someone says I'll grow up, I'm like, no, Yeah, don't no, I do up. too. Because if someone yeah. says that to me, that's like the worst insult to me. Yeah. No, I will never grow up. Oh, no, I, I say I am grown up. You fucking talk to me like that, you fucking fuck. That's, I'm more coming from that angle. Yeah, no, I'm the opposite. I'm like, yeah, no, you're the opposite of actually me. Actually, just enjoy yourself, have fun, do whatever you want. I don't care. So here's the thing I want to talk to you about. Yes, Ash. When there's a big storm, 
Mm-hmm. Why do they send people to the very to as nearby as possible? Oh yeah. To tell people to stay away from those areas. Yeah. That's what I don't really understand. Why are there like people in rain max? Yeah, yeah, on the on the always on the beach where they have the big concrete sea defense and the waves are splashing dramatically, yeah. eighty foot in the air. Like I understand that that's the the dramatic picture. I do. Well, get that it. is a hang. Okay, I will tell you, I've got it. That is a hangover from ancient times where you wouldn't, you would only believe something from an eyewitness. So in the old days, yeah. uh, Marathon was sent. No, that geezer was sent to run from Marathon, Marathon. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, 26 miles, whatever it was, to say, oh, I've just seen something. But you could have just done a human chain and everyone could. The 26 people could have run a mile. But that's Chinese whispers. How long did it take? Do you know? Well, ever was said, Caucasian, wasn't he? So probably like days. Yeah, five hours. I mean, there's no, there's no Ethiopian or Kenyan. I mean, they... They're, they're good at it, right? Yeah, Moses Kiptanui. Yeah, oh yeah. Is that is he any relation to CJ from Eggheads? I think so. Yeah, killed a man just to watch him die. But yeah, so we've got two things. You've got straight from the horse's mouth, like eyewitness, and you've also got the other negative polar opposite, which is Chinese whispers. Now, if a reporter sitting in the studio said, loads of people at the seaside reckons the waves are bad, it's like, we want to hear from someone who's actually seen it. This is very ancient. It makes no sense in the modern technology era. But this is, it, this is our lizard brain programming. So I think there's an authenticity and a straight from the horse's mouth element to it, opposed to... Because like I said, in Marathon, they could have had 26 blokes that ran a mile and passed the message on. It would yeah. have been much quicker, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have. A yeah. relay. But it's not the same. And let's say... One of them, I don't know who the uh, this proves this disproves my own point, but you could say Michael Johnson in Atlanta ran the 400 meters, really did, and uh, I got the gold medal. And you can remember it, and it seemed like an achievement. If I said who won the 400, uh, so who ran the 400? The four 100 meter relay team are not as revered as the one person that ran the whole no, thing. No, that's true. Yeah, who was it? Was it Carl Lewis? Carl Lewis, Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Um, Michael Bixbig. Yeah, and um, Stanley Stannington. And Carl Lewis got done for drugs, is that right? Yeah, crack, methamphetamine. Was it actually? No. What was he done I don't for? think Carl Lewis got done, did he? Did he not? Oh, yeah, I think he did. I think was it Michael Ben John- Johnson? Ben Michael- Johnson was Canadian, yeah. He was the yeah. D-ball fiend. Yeah, so, but I think, didn't Carl Lewis get caught? Yeah, they all, I mean, Flojo did, they all did it, it's just who got caught. It's mad, isn't it? But you say Bolt's dirty, he'll get caught. Well, he won't now, will he? Yeah, yeah, they keep, they keep, they keep your um, samples. Do they? Unless he used a whizzer, uh, he'll be get caught. And that's where you have a fake penis full of urine. Yeah, you have a fake penis full of clean urine. But you can look at his trajectory. If you look at the graph... His urine trajectory? Was it yeah, very exactly. powerful? You could piss the furthest up the urine. No, I should yeah. get one over the cubicle door, mate. Out the window, mate. Over the fucking... I should be able to piss into the fucking smoke detectors. I used to wash my own hair with my with a stream of piss. Yeah, I used to, when I was, when I was uh, younger, I used to stand in the shower and piss directly upwards. So the piss went up like a fountain and... 
and it would sort of like reach its peak and then drop straight down. It looked like a head of broccoli. I know what you mean. I yeah, I used to do mean. that all the time. It was obsessive. obsessive I used, I never did that, but what I did do was grip the end. Yeah, put, fizz it up. And, and, no, well, what I mean is almost inflate the end. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fizz it up and, it, and then you'd, you could like release it in like deluges. <laughs> like, like the way a bloke plays the bagpipes, but with piss. Yeah. Like you fill up the bladder and poof, let it out, fill it up, let it out. And that was a good way of. Um, be smegmifying if you was in a pinch. <laughs> I used to use it as a self-cleaning mechanism. If you were, if you'd got lucky at a nightclub, yeah, quickly, yeah, you'd be like, oh god, I'm just a give you, yeah. give you a knob end a whoosh around with piss, just like you know when you're at the dentist. Sorry, listener. That's all right. What's wrong with that? Because um, that that could go under life hacks. Never so mind. When did uh, mouthwash start being a thing? Because like you say, you went to the dentist and you had that pink stuff, and then you spun it down the tube that went. <laughs> Oh, are you conflating? Am I? Was it blue? I think the pink stuff was the tablet you used to chew to shut the plaque. Oh, no. I've never done that, but we had pink stuff, definitely. Oh, maybe it's pink or blue. Yeah, but that very... I like the taste of that stuff. Yeah, it was great. But that was and before that, I'd ever had a mouthwash. If I was a millionaire, I would have the little tiny round dentist sink in my house. The one that's yeah, like a saucer. Just be gobbing. Just be gobbing in it. <laughs> Just pissing in it. Just mouthwashing. I'd have one of those little plastic cups like from a vending machine full of a, a third of mouthwash. At all times? That, at all times. in that little sort of sink that almost had a vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have one of those dentist's vacuums as well that they suck at your mouth. Yeah. I just I have don't a have dentist. I swallow all my spit all the time. Where's that I'd go? Have a full t- I'd have a full-time dentist just sat in a, a room in my mansion just doing a Sudoku. And then, now and then I'd go in there and say, check up, fill in. I think I probably would have that because I'm so terrified of needles. It'd be like, mm. if you check my teeth every day, can I have a dental clean and all like a hygienist appointment every day? You'd never need yeah. a filling, would you? No, never. I was yeah, if you just had if... someone polishing and yeah, exactly. It's like the seven bridge. Once you paint it, you start again. Yeah. What tooth are we doing today, Jock? His name's Jock. That's a racial stereotype. Is he Scottish? Uh, he is actually. No, oh, that's, that's no good. If you just said no, we could have got away with it. Oh, yeah. No, he's no, Asian. Yeah, he is from Dundee. Yeah. My uh, my granddad was called Jock because he was Scottish. Yeah, so Jock. His real name was I Alex. don't know where that comes from, do you? No, I've got a clue. Jock. But yeah, he got called Jock by everyone. Hmm. I hadn't really thought about it until now you've brought it up that it was racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist necessarily, but... Um, I don't know what the, I don't know the what it's derived from Jock. Bees was an army name, I should imagine. I don't know if it, if he had it before he went in the old Taff as well. I don't know where that comes from. I know Taff, you know, it means Welsh, but I don't know what yeah. it what the what the etymology of it is. Taff. We don't need to, do we? Tafford. Tafford. Oh, it's probably I mean, a river. Is it the River Taff? Yeah, the River Taff, probably. That's a bit of a lame fucking nickname, isn't it? Yeah, what right, are we gonna call these people from this place? Just call them after the river. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Is there a river jock? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't either. It's not gone very well, is it? No. I feel like we're on, I feel like we feel like we're on thin ice. And I don't know why. No, nah, you're right like... with the Scottish, I think. Plus, like I say, my granddad was called Jock. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just what it was called. But uh, we had a man in where I grew up who was of, of African descent. Mm. And everyone in the town, including him, like he'd ring up and he'd like, leave, sometimes leave. His nickname rhymed with Rambo. And that's what he used to call him. He was known as that. Oh, no. Yeah. And he'd ring up and say, can you tell your dad that something that rhymes with Rambo just called and I want him to have a look at my room. That was his name. Was it his real name or his nickname? No, that was what everyone called. He was just like Jock. He was just known yeah, as that. Yeah, that's not all right, is it, Paul? No, 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 no. I was talking to someone about it the other day saying, do you remember the bloke we used to, used to own the petrol station? And it was like, everyone used to go, I'm going to go up Yeah, yeah. Rambos to, you know. Um, but like, not, 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 in a, not in a, they didn't say it like in a, in a, it was just what he was known as. And it was like, Odd. And this is only the 80s. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But that's what we Not were the saying 80s, the other day 80s. about reinforcing yeah. stereotypes, even if you are within that uh, minority. Mm. Uh, Jock comes from uh, just calling, as if you'd call someone John, if you didn't know their name. You know, we right. just go, all right, John. Um, and... Uh, corresponds to Jack in England and Wales. Right. So, all right, Jack. So in the storyteller song, it should say, in Sweden, I am Johan. In Scotland, I am Jock. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? No. Nope. You don't remember the storyteller? No, mate. There was, oh, wow. On ITV, CITV, there was a, I think well, it might have been, I think it was CITV, there was a thing, their version of Jack and Ori, but it was more like acted out. Yeah, had... I thought it was called Play School or something. No, no, and they had an animated, like, medieval bloke at the start. It was like a cartoon of him, and he was like the storyteller. <gasps> and he used to oh play a lute. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And he was in the orchard playing the lute. This is the problem with nostalgia. It shouldn't have that response, but yeah. yeah I know, but when saying from a deep dive, and he used to say, in Sweden, I am Johan. In Germany, I'm Sven. No, I don't know. Whatever a fucking, whatever a German name is. Holmes. Klaus. Klaus. And then he used to say, like, when I'm in Italy, I'm Mario. It was all like, was all like that. Like, he was this sort of, like... Um, shape-shifting. Shape-shifting storyteller from around... And then, like, there's that little... I can't remember the programme. I just remember the intro. What did you think about Henry's cat? Ow. <laughs> We've done this before. Uh, it was good, wasn't it? Henry's cat was good. I remember it being quite dry. Yeah, it was dry. It was so basic, but yeah, it was so good was rhubarb and rhubarb and custard theme tune. I still rate. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. So tone deaf. Um, what was the TV show? This is our nostalgia episode. What was the TV show where it was like a puppet? But when I say puppet, it was on sticks and it was like a caterpillar at the start. And then they'd dress up, they'd say, Oh, today's scene, and they'd do a, act out like a play. And that was on TV. I don't know, but I remember fucking he's a stack creepy nosy bonk geezer. Oh yeah, he scared me. He was yeah, he from was Heartbeat or whatever it's called, wasn't he? He had he had like he had like a fucking like the His fucking name was nosy bonk. Like if you think about it, that was fucking out of uh, Clockwork Orange. It wasn't pleasant. It was unpleasant no. actually. I will yeah. go as far as to say. 
Yeah, nosy bonk. And there was another bloke. There was another thing that they used to right. They used to fly around in a helicopter. Was that him? Yeah, I think that's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. I didn't like nosy bonk. No. He scared me. Yeah, he scared me too. I was scared of Dracula as a kid. I think you're I, supposed to be. As a as a young boy, five or six, a cousin. We were at a like family party. And my cousin was watching Dracula. So it was like right at the end of the night. And there was a bit where there was like a Dracula's face pushed through a wall kind of thing. He was watching. And that stayed with me for probably 20 years. I remember I watched an episode of Incredible Hulk where he's drowning in quicksand or in a quarry. Yeah, and that freaked me out because it was too real. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I was scared of Dracula, but I actually remember the night. You don't know why you were scared? Of an immortal being that could turn into a bat, come into your house and suck your blood out your neck. But I knew it wasn't. What's scary about that? It was still scary. Um, I remember the day I decided to not be scared anymore. See, that's weird, isn't it? Yesterday? I remember literally. I'm going to close the bedroom door and I'm going to face the wall. Ash, is that where your needle thing comes from? Dracula's fangs. I think my needle thing comes from a boy that I knew that had a needle set where you pressed a bit of metal that come out of a mock syringe and it pushed it inside and then it looked like it filled up with blood. But his was all crooked and bent. So I think when it pressed against your skin, it punctured your skin. I don't think that's still as scary as Dracula, but it could be that. No, Dracula's scarier in terms mm. of... Because like, I think you die as well with your Dracula, didn't you? I think you have to be a virgin, so... Yeah, I was in serious trouble. Yeah. Do you, do you drink, drink virgin women's blood then? Oh, I don't know. If you think about it, oh my God, think about this. Think about the bloke what invented the myth of Dracula. It's all a bit much, he, isn't it? No, and actually, like, I just realised, Bram Stoker, wasn't it? Yeah, but obviously he's chatting to a woman. And he's going, you know about that? Heard about that bloke? She's like, what bloke? He's like, oh, he turns into a bat. And he'll fly through your window. And then, what? Yeah, only if you're virgin. Are you a virgin? Yeah, well, Watch out. I mean, you know, if you want me to, I can sort it out for you if you want. It's obviously clearly a bloke to get pussy, wasn't it? Yeah, it looks like it now. now it does when you think it. about it. Now you think about it. I am thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny are... that the people, they're, they're, you know, the people, the, like, why would the blood of a virgin is purer than the blood of... I mean, that's, again, patriarchy, right? It really is. There's a lot of that going on. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, oh, I, wouldn't was... want to drink... I wouldn't want to drink the blood of one of those fucking whores that's had sex. They, um... This is because I'm so down with the people. I was listening to something about um, Anne Boleyn yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they ended up killing her for, basically, adultery and mm-hmm. being promiscuous. Mm. Um, and... I was thinking, like they would said, oh, she was rumored to have slept with five men. And I thought he had eight wives, didn't he? This is the thing with her; she wasn't the first one that had been beheaded. No. Yeah, don't fuck around on him. You're playing with fire. Come on. But was it? Was she? Oh, I think. I the, don't know. Five women. I think he might have wanted to kill her so he could move on to someone else. You don't marry him. I don't think you had a choice, maybe. Nah. You didn't. But also, they were much more prepared to just go along with the being killed thing back in the day. It's a bit like well, I said before about think, soldiers. Yeah, but you think being like, she might have been like, I don't know anything about it. Like, say she got beheaded at 25. 
You probably think, oh, you only lived to 32 anyway. That'd be the equivalent of me sort of like knowing I was going to die at 70. I'd just be like, yeah, all but right. But they had like an honour system back then. So it's like, well, I've been tried and convicted, so... Now, that's how they report it. She could have been screaming. You don't know. Oh, no, yeah, she was also, cool with it. It's also like I've said before about the soldiers where they were like... I've read uh, George Orwell's book about him going and just fighting in the Spanish, Spanish uh, yeah, Civil War. And he just chose to go over there to do something. He's like, well, I'm on their side, so I'm going to go and fight. And he was just prepared to die. It's like, what, mm. are you thick or what? Well, I don't think they had computers and that, did they? No, I mean, if you just bored. sat around bored the whole time, you're like, fuck it. going to go war. Give me a gun. And I'll go and fight in a war that I don't have anything to do with. Yeah. Bit like today, am I right? You are, you're not wrong. Bloody Boris and the Sun War Teflon or something. Teflon Boris. Some bloody war is probably starting in uh, Turkmenistan or something. Hmm. Is that a place? Yeah, there's a few stans. There's, I think there's like nine. You've got Uzbekistan, Stan, Kazakhstan, Pakistan, Turkmenistan. Uh, this was a question on Limitless Win. You'd have done all right. It was a question on what? Have you seen Limitless Win? No, I haven't got telly. So new game show, right? You'll like this one, I think. New game show where you can win an infinite amount of money. Wow. But you have to get the questions bang on and their numbers. So you start off, you answer quick fire rounds and you get a life. You get like, I don't know, five lives per correct answer, right? Then you get your first question. So your first question is, Justin, how many points are there on the maple leaf on the Canadian flag, for example? One. Two, three, four, five, six, nine. Well, there's 12, right? So you say nine. Yeah. And you, okay, so you go up to nine and then it goes boo, 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 and you lose three of your lives. How many lives have I got? Well, you answered, luckily, you got 10 questions, right? You got 10 lives, right? Right. So then your next question is, like, how many flowers are there on... um, uh, on the sunflowers painting by uh, Van Gogh, 12. for example. I'm going to have a look because I don't know the answer. I don't know. Well, did you know the answer to the Canada one? Yeah, that was 12, yeah. Uh, sunflowers, sun. This is good, isn't it? No. Right. So there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten or eleven. Can't tell if that's sunflower. But then, so then, but if you get bang on, then you could bank the money. So you're going through different money sections. You could bank it. So the other day, there was these blokes that got they've got correct answer to get 10 grand. Bang on. So they've got that 10 grand. They could they could take that with them. But then they'd answer correctly enough, close enough, but and they still had enough lives to get to 750000 pounds So they desperately need to get an answer correct. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, the question was, how long in metres is Dippy the dinosaur at the National History Museum? Oh, yeah. 18. So, well, so they had loads of lives left. They had like 15 lives left. And then one of the blokes went, well, it's at least 30 metres long. And then his brother was like, That's, that is long. That's lo- that is a long way. He's like, yeah, it's definitely at least 30. No, I don't agree with this. So the brother went, well, let's go 25 then. 
And he went, no, it's at least 30. So they put in 30 and he just pressed the button. It's 26 metres long. And, and it's, so they lost. 20... They lost it all. And the other one said 25. Yeah. Yeah. 30 is quite long, isn't it? It's very... Like, I would have gone in, I'd have gone like you, 15, 16. Mm. But you've got to get the correct one to actually earn the money, you see. They needed a correct answer. Full disclosure? Yeah. Sounds shit. No, it's good. It's good. Well, you've done a bad job of describing it. I spoke to someone the other day who'd never heard of Deal or No Deal. What? Yeah, he hadn't even... He didn't know the concept. He went to me, I hate game shows. That's not even a game show, is it? There's no, no it's game, complete really. chance. Yeah, it's complete there's chance. not really a game involved, is there? But that's the thing, because I again, I was uh, John Ronson talks about Deal or No Deal and how it was set up behind the scenes to make people more interesting on the show, to make it sound like there was a point to it. So they were. Well, yeah, that's the... what it is. You know, like when you have a game show and then you get those tense moments. They yes. just thought, well, let's just make the whole show that. Yeah, exactly it's that. that. And, but they were just because it's random. They you wouldn't be selected for that show if you went. Well, it's random, so I'll just open it. Yeah, as no, it you went. have to be like, I, I just know that you're a good person, and I could just feel that yes. this is a lucky box for you because you know we, we exactly. all know you've been through a rough year, and it's your time now. But then again, that is exactly it. But then again, that uh, uh, Noel Edmonds was a proponent of that cosmic ordering. He really is. Yeah. And he was like, my career was on its arse. So I wrote on a bit of paper, I'm going to have a big hit show in the next five years and hid it in a cupboard. And then that was that. So I think he actually does believe in all that shit. He does. About. He does. But it was interesting, that John Ronson thing, it's really interesting to see them. He saw them manipulating people. They would have plants in the hotel because everyone stays in a hotel. Mm. My mate was on the show, 155 grand. But they would, when someone did badly, this guy sort of took away like five grand or something, which on that show is, you know, potentially bad, yeah. even though it's five grand. Well done. Um, but when he sort of was leaving, he said there were these people going, oh, he was, you know, he was stupid the way he did it. Like, oh, he just didn't believe in this thing or yeah, he yeah. came at it with a negative attitude. Well, I know like, about manipulation because of my spell on that. Politically correct show. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. That's exactly yeah, what they. That's do. exactly that's what it. they did. They had two yeah, runners, yeah. one flamboyantly gay and one Asian, trying each to... other the f and the p word and going, "Yes, yeah, fine. We don't care. It's all just a game, isn't it?" And I was like, "Oh, you think I don't know? This is part of it." Yeah. You, you actually think that I'm just happened to? I hope I would have noticed. It does yeah. worry me that I wouldn't have. And then we can drink a beer. Yeah, you get it out of the, the fridge, you fat pee. Oh, shut up. You're just a dirty little F. I wonder if that was all being filmed. I don't know, but it was primed. I was being primed. And I was just like, this isn't real. This is so weird. This is like a... Like, were like they a... actors, do you think? Yeah, I think they were probably actors. And it was just, they were like, yeah, Bob, you come. Yeah, come down here. Oh, it's, not, it's all right up there. It's not too many of them. I think, the, I think the gay one said there's not too many peas up there yet in Norwich way. Norfolk. They were just priming you. Yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Get you and to go on their me, show. And they were giving me a drink, not knowing that I'm a high-functioning alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'm yeah, already... I just took the six beers, but it didn't affect me. and that It didn't loosen my lips at all because that's just... That's what I need to breathe. Or needed to breathe at the time. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, I'd like... 
That is phenomenal. So I just yeah. had all these free drinks. Just went in there and just, I was more tight-lipped. It had a complete adverse effect. Yeah, you ended up just going, saying nothing. They were like, oh, it's, it's yeah. uh, political was, correctness gone yeah, too no, far. And you were it like, was called really. as political correctness gone too far. And I remember we hadn't long been doing this podcast, right? And I remember I went off on a rant about it. And I think even your dad said, you told me that your dad had contacted you and said, oh, I really agree with what he said. So on the way down, I was listening to the, one of our own podcasts, to sort of like refresh my mind about this rant. Your view, yeah. My, yeah, because I was like, it did sort of flow and it was in the moment, it was organic. And I was like, I want to sort of like just, not, not take something organic and then script it, but the opposite, no, no, no. just sort yeah. of like breathe it in a bit. Harness the... Just immerse myself in it, yeah. And uh, and then so it's called, yes, political quick, it's far. And I got in there and I say, do you think political quick, it's far? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I just completely went the other way because I'm, I'm such a sort of like not contrarian. No, I think it needs to go more. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I've got totally, I've just listened to them. Oh, you know, I was almost, I didn't say it, but in my mind, it was like, listen to them pair of cunts out there. I was like, you know, they should be cancelled. This is before cancel culture was <laughs> that phrase sort of thing. But I was just like, oh, I'm not going to die on this hill. Like, I don't no, mind. I'm I don't mind dying on a, show. I wouldn't mind dying on. I wouldn't mind uh, putting myself under scrutiny for something I believe, but I'm not going to say stuff I don't believe. For this. Yeah, for this, for you. I'm not going to say what you want me to say. You want me, yeah, but I had six fucking bottles of, I don't know what it was, Peroni probably seems to be the one that everyone goes for. And I think I had six bottles of Peroni and they were like, oh, I bet they were like, but I can imagine them like with earpieces and going, he's primed and he's had six beers. He's going to come in there and, and I just like the opposite. Yeah, I was like no, a poker player that had just had a bad beat and I'd just gone super tight instead of on tilt. They <laughs> thought they were going to get me on tilt, but I went super tight, mate. Tightened up. Mm. Uh, my fence has blown down. Oh, my fence. I'm always ahead of you. Always ahead of you. Yeah, I just had a text message from my son. Yeah. With a picture of a broken down fence. Mm. So that's good news, isn't it? Mm. It's good. We can do it together. Yeah, yeah. You better go. And, you better go do some fucking husbandry then to your fence. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to. Well, listen up. We're gonna be together tonight. I'm sure we'll. But there will be a communication. We'll be together forever. I'm I wanna show, show you my love my is also true. And on this part, I do. Especially for you, dear listener. All right, mate. Yep. See you later. See you later, alligator. Same room as the crowd. Hello. It is a little bit awkward being in the same room as the crowd, Jesse P. We are in the same room as the crowd. I'm in the same room as you. Yeah, the crowd's in. We stepped away. We stepped away from the table. Stepping away from the table. Nervous snooker player. And if you do well, will you pat the table? I didn't pat the table. You should have done. Nah. There was moments though when it looked like you didn't have one of your feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah, a roll I had two legs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fully laying on the table. It's very good. Because on your back, with your knees like by your ears, speckered in me. <laughs> yeah, for the brown. Come on, mate. I stuffed the pink in the hole. If oh. I was a pun comedian, I'd say give it a rest. If you were the punk of it, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you said that right on cue. And I'd say, they... And I'd say, give us a break. It's just a joke. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
triangle. Is it called a triangle? Yes, yeah, well, a vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> okay. Hello, triangle. That's what I say when a woman, walk, when a sexy lady walks in. Hello, hey up, boys, triangle. It's <laughs> <laughs> the shape of the minions. Oh, you know, obviously, I've got the reference. I just wasn't going to push it home. Um, so we're in Willingham. Willingham. We're in. What are you talking about Willingham? We're in the. Um, we're in a barn. You're like a very nice barn, a posh barn. It's got a vaulted ceiling. It's got. Probably Maybe a, that's where the last went. I think that's where there was lots of laughs. I don't know what you were listening to. I felt it was fine. I did fine. No, you did very well. Um, and also, opening in a room like this, this is obviously a brand new comedy crowd that enjoyed greatly the. Uh, Emceeing of the room, they really being spoken to, yeah. And then really someone did. gets up there and does an act, and they're like, Oh, this isn't like the first guy, but this is the first time a lot of them have probably seen. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, yeah, it might not be, but I reckon it is. I think you're right, yeah. They very much enjoyed his emceeing, Jason Stamps emceeing, and then I didn't engage with him very much. When you did, they loved it. But this table here are gonna be spoken. There's a table of lads right in front of the stage, you're gonna kill them, yeah. But it gets to a point where everyone's already really a bit sick that they're stealing the limelight a little bit. That's true. But you'll do. You're going to have a lovely time. Oh, yeah, I'll fucking kick them in the fucking face. But I'll give you Christmas presents. Yeah, and I've got a mug and I've got a button moon fridge magnet. Yeah, uh, I mean, I say Christmas present. Yeah, I mug, I feel like How long ago was it we spoke about button moon? That's got to be eight months ago. Yeah, how deprived of entertainment we were. That we were basically... The ketchup bottle. It's basically like... A bottle of bleach. <laughs> yeah. It's like we See, were, I pointed with my little finger. Instead, it, instead of watching like some sort of good CGI, CGI thing, it was like someone just emptied the recycling bin. That's literally a tin of industrial beans. It's a tin of beans and a funnel, and yeah, and it's even got the hind shape on. Yeah, yeah. But they've cut the portal over the hind, so you would it could be any beans. I reckon that that sign, that hind shape, would be copyrighted. I bet. Yeah, it possibly is. Like the coke bottle. Yeah. Do you remember? Virgin brought out the Pammy. Yeah. yeah. Did it didn't so, did it? It had a sort of bulbous stuff. sucked it through a nipple on the side <laughs> of the pot. That should have been a great big pair of tits. I, I like the Tommy Lee. <laughs> That's like an ice pop. <laughs> I'll show about it now. Where his penis has got his voice by Jason Manzukas. What? Yeah, it's like he talks to his ticket, it talks back to him in the TV show Pam and Tommy, I think it's called. Oh, is that must be by the same people that did? Do you remember Mike Tyson with the pigeon that Norman voiced the pigeon? No, what? Yeah, the animated Mike Tyson cartoon and Norm McDonald's the pigeon. No. Oh, it's great. I bet it was. Who did Mike Tyson? Was it you? I think Mike might have been Mike Tyson. He's a spinal man. I love that Mike Tyson's the same as your Darius Davies. Darius? No, it's not. <laughs> Mike Tyson's got a li- no, hang on. That was, that was um, <laughs> someone else. Mike Tyson's like... It was really softly spoken. When I see him now, it makes me sad. Yeah, he's on he's so all many soft. drugs. He's soft. He has to be because he's so aggressive. Yeah, I like the aggressive one. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. Yeah, but it's like when you watch when you watch The Incredible Hulk, you don't watch it for Bruce Banner. You watch it for the Hulk. Yeah, that's true. So if it's just all Bruce Banner by the third season, you'd be like, oh, I don't I'm... know if you could be Mike Tyson when you're sixty. Well, who else is he going to be? No, I think no. I mean, like you know, the one that's ready to kill. Yeah, but uh, yeah, obviously. Mike Tyson at 23 would kill the 60-year-old Mike Tyson. Yeah. But 60-year-old Mike Tyson kills every other 60-year-old. Do you're, you in, think, you're in a different league. Do you think Mike Tyson is going to fight that YouTuber? Is it Logan Paul? Or no. Paul? No, you don't reckon they will fight? No. I'd like to see it because he would win. I don't know if he would. You don't think Mike Tyson would win? I don't win? think he would. 
He's not saying it's Roy James Jr. No. He's horrible. He's like two old men. I remember once I was in London, I saw an old man sprinting. Well, in his mind, he was sprinting for the bus. It was like an anxiety dream where someone's running and through. And it was sad. Through toe treacle. Yeah. It was very was sad. Was that like Tyson, punching through treacle? Yeah, him and Roy Jones Jr., both of them. Wow. It was like the slow motion replay, but in real time. And neither of them had any skill or coordination, Spunk. dexterity or fire. Spunks. None of any spunks. Well, listen, we're Tyson had spunk in prison. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely. Uh, we will uh, continue uh, this yeah. at a later date. Just kicked a woman. Just kicked a woman in the leg. Um, yeah, okay. Right. Well, speak to you in a bit. Signing off. So we're fresh from the uh, fresh from the gig. Walking, Walking across the gravels. And uh, Jussie P, Mrs. Jussie P is there. Say hello. Hello. We won't name you because that's the rules. Yeah, that's it. Uh, did that, I set them? Yeah, you set those ones. I that we just did a gig where a table of cunts just would not shut up, and, and uh, I just got so angry when I was on stage. Uh, can was I that lightning? No, there was a flash from what? Justin's from the. Oh, camera. did she take there a was picture? A pitch being taken. Look at the stars. It's a beautiful place. Look how they shine for you. There's Jason Stamp over hey, when there. When we got here, the moon was really low and yellow, and now it's high and white. And I still don't know how the moon works. Well. A, we know it's not really there. And I've made a brilliant observation to that middle act. What, what she was, said, oh, she, she said, said, I'm short-sighted. And I said, well, you, no, you can see the moon. That's miles away. Yeah, You're small-sighted. Because if something gets bigger as it gets further away, you can see it just fine. So it should be called being small-sighted. She didn't sighted. find that funny, though, did she? I, I don't like... think she didn't know who said it. She couldn't see. <laughs> she was squinting. <laughs> just some, like, HAL 2000. It was tough. And uh, Jason tried to deal with... Um... Oh, there's nothing you could have done. Done. He tried to deal with them, but they wouldn't take any of the hints from a shut up, I, we need as to As move. I slammed the door, Ash is talking about not getting hints. Yeah, start the engine, love. <laughs> we um, have anyway, to record. Anyway, I'm joking. <laughs> have to record with People are paying for this. I'm you son of a bitch. So anyway, one of my hilarious jokes. I think one of the best things for me from the whole gig was that we had a little bet, yeah. a little gentleman's yeah, agreement, that you would do 19 yeah. minutes, 35 seconds. Yeah. How long did you do? I did exactly two minutes less. <laughs> exactly two minutes. Wait, it was 1735. Yeah, I think it was 1731. Oh, well, I, so... I, I, was, I was going through my uh, act <laughs> and these people just wouldn't stop talking. He's changing well, his trainers. You got gig trainers then? Yeah, I've got gig trainers. So, the tax oh, deductibles, so, so I don't wear them out because the tax pan's on my ass, mate. I, uh, I also do about what didn't wear them today. I want my little uh, refurbished. Oh, it's cold. It is cold. So, so, what I realised, because I went on at the end, was that at the, ba- at the back, you couldn't hear them. The cunts. The cunts. But like when I was on stage, so I could hear them and they just started just ignoring me. And I don't like being ignored. They just started having a conversation. Yeah, they were just having a conversation. Like a six-way conversation. And I knew no one could hear it in the back, so I couldn't do anything. And everyone else had dealt with them great, and they didn't. So I just, I dropped... Two dick jokes. I dropped two 60-second-long dick jokes and just got out of there, but exactly yeah. on 10. I did the finish at on 10 o'clock. On oh, the did dot. you? Yeah. I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's one or the so other. It's like, it was like a magic trick. Yeah, yeah. We were looking for the 20, the no, 1935. No, no, I said to you, that's a joke. But really, yeah. it was another magic trick. Yeah, we went, no, oh, yeah. you failed, but you didn't. You went bang on 10. Yeah, I would, like, if I was like, somewhere where the, it was like one of those stick, the promoters had gone, I'd go, no, it's 10 o'clock, mate. Yeah. I heard the owner say, you have to be done at 10, this taxi's booked, and I finished it. I wrapped up at 10. We haven't mentioned that it went late because there was a massive power there cut. Was a power cut. And we all and we thought... Are. Well, I'd already been on. I thought I was getting the short end of the deal. And I, I thought, thought I had the sweetest end. I thought I was going to get paid and I have to go on. It's lightning again. Lightning again. <laughs> I've got stunned. I just think I was stunned for speeding. 
<laughs> but they were all uh, <laughs> just my mouth, my motor mouth. But yeah, they were. I think they were on cocaine. Yeah. You think there was? I think they might have been. I don't know how that affected you. Wait, you live in Essex. You must have seen. Oh, yeah, I've seen it you've once. Seen the, you've seen the ravaged. Yeah, but well, there you go, listener. That's for you. That's live gig. Live. And live we're go- gig. And we're both going to be in Cambridge in a couple of weeks, but I'm we're going to be in different venues. while I'm shivering. It is cold. Should we just, yeah, should we just, just go? go yeah, yeah. You're not worth it, listener. <laughs> See you later. Up your patronage.